from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. Top of the morning to you. Follow the money here on VSIN, the sports betting network. Mitch Moss along with Matt Humans filling in for Paulie Howard today. We'll talk some NBA with Jonathan Von Tobel coming up in about five minutes. Memorial Day weekend. Uh, thanks to everybody who has served over the years. Matt, did you have any uh, family members get in the military? My dad was in the Air Force. My older brother was over in the Persian Gulf War, the original one back in the 90s. He was in the Army. A couple of uncles who uh, served uh, way back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. You as well? Yeah, yep. definitely. Had a, uh, a grandfather in the Navy, and uh, uh, obviously respect him quite a bit for that. Sure, but, uh, no doubt. And, um, I, you know, Memorial Day is also a uh, special occasion to celebrate those who, who serve. So Absolutely. Yeah. Yep. It's a uh, good barbecue weekend, too. Get out. I think a lot of people just forget. Say it's a holiday weekend. They Forget do. what the holiday is. Right, what I know. It's supposed to represent. It's, I honestly like. I feel weird saying like, "Hey, happy Memorial Day weekend." I, I don't. I don't care for that. You know, it's like, what's really happy about it? That we get an extra. Like people are supposed to have Monday off. There's not, but it's like to pay tribute, obviously, to everybody who has served um, over the years. Obviously, um, I will tell you this: NBA action. Favorites since Monday. And I first saw this. Kevin Rogers uh, tweeted this out. Um, very good in the gambling space. When I saw his tweet over the weekend, I said, since Monday, favorites are 13-3 and three straight up in ATS in the NBA playoffs. Since then, it's actually gotten, I mean, 
It's 18 and four right now. 18 and four for favorite straight up and ATS. So basically, just mm-hmm. pick the winner. Forget about the spread, right? Because the dog is not going to cover. They're only they're going to win the game or they're going to lose and not cover the game outright. So say you're pretty depressed right now if you're a dog player and uh, playing the NBA playoffs. Things are definitely not going your way. At some point, those uh, trends tend to reverse, though, and we're going to uh, probably see more dogs start to cash. But right now, I think yep. it's been it's been a pretty good start to the playoffs, especially for public betters who like to lay the points, play the favorites on money line parlays, however you might play it. Yesterday, uh, out of the four games that we had, three of the favorites got there. The only one, not two, the Lakers against the Suns at home in game four of their series. And so the Suns were up by four at halftime. The second half number was Lakers six and a half. And we didn't quite have the news yet. What was going to happen with Anthony Davis? We knew that he got banged up kind of at the end of the first half. Then all of a sudden, when the report came out, hey, it's like 30 seconds before the second half is going to start. Yeah, there's no Anthony Davis. He's not back. Like, he is not coming out of the locker room like, okay, now what? And the the Suns, they had to take care of business yesterday based on that, and they did. Totally different team without AD. And uh, you can see that in the Lakers. Without him on the floor, they really are not one of the top teams in the West. When, they, when he wasn't aggressive last week, uh, let's say in the play-in yeah. game against the Warriors and the first game against the Suns, the Lakers were listless. They had nothing. They were an imp- impotent offensive team. Uh, when he's on the floor and he's aggressive, they're totally different. And so when he left that game yesterday, I think you had to know the, uh, the Lakers were in big trouble. We'll talk to Jonathan Von Tobel about the NBA coming up next. Will he make the co- uh, case for a dog? Find out here on VEASAN. This is Brent Musburger, and here is your VSIN action update. Now, here are the latest lines from my guys in the desert. Boston Bruins got a hat trick from David Pasternak at a 5 2 win over the Islanders in game one of their NHL Stanley Cup playoff second round series. They're $1.90 favorite at the TD Garden today against the Islanders, 5 over the total. Mike Conley, 27 points, six rebounds, eight assists. And the Utah Jazz game three victory over Memphis, 121 111. It'll be a five and a half point spread today. Utah laying that number against Memphis, a total 225 at the FedEx Forum. Baseball today, San Diego's won seven of 10. They're a half game in front of San Francisco in the NL West. They're a $1.52 favorite at the Cup. Be sure to check out our new betting splits feature on vcin.com before you place your next bet every day. We're posting the latest splits for games at current odds and what percentage of bets and money being placed on each game. Go to vcin.com and check out the betting splits plus live odds, line moves, and game analysis. Make vcin.com the best place to visit before your next bet. With your action update, I'm Mike Senna. Get the latest vcin odds at vsin.com. And remember, cash and tickets is what it's all about. Time to follow the money with your hosts, Mitch Moss and Polly Howard. Live today from the OddTrader.com studio here at Circa Resort and Casino OddTrader.com. Download the free OddTrader app right now. Start winning with up to the second info that you need. You can get real-time bet tracking. You can compare sportsbook sign-up bonuses all at the website. It's OddTrader.com. VSIN's very own NBA senior Insider Jonathan Von Tobel joins the program now here on Memorial Day. JBT, it's good to talk to you, pal. How are you? Good, guys. You know, it's been a lot of fun. My wife is out of town, so all I've been doing is living the life of a bachelor and sitting at home and watching basketball. 
the wife is out of town. I'm guessing that she also took the kid with her. Uh, I mean, I hope so because I haven't checked on him in okay. like three days. All right, that's gonna be the case. Yeah. Wow, you didn't you didn't call, you didn't text, nothing. We could have hung. You know, come on, let's hang sometime. Oh. Well, okay, let's do this on air. Uh, she's not back until Sunday, so you really want to hang out with me? I got plenty of time. <laughs> she's going. Wait, wait, hold on. You're you're on your own for ten days. Wow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Did you know about this, Matt? No, I had no idea. Ten days oh. on oh. your own. Without the wife and the kid, what's going? What are you yeah. gonna do? The, 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 well, and I don't know. I mean, the, the first step was coming out of my room, as you can tell. I'm in the living room now, right? So I have the setup all out here. I mean, the next step, I don't know. The world is mine, though. I can tell you that much. All right. She really wanted to get away from you, huh? <laughs> I think so. Yes. I think wow. They were tired of all the basketball and all the televisions, and me going, "No, nah, I'm busy. I can't." Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, he's hanging out, watching the NBA playoffs by himself, like he's a college kid again. Yeah. You have to be fired up about the Clippers. You're uh, picked to win the oh. West. Uh, they are back from the dead, JVT, after a big weekend. Yeah, and, and look, guys, so part of what happened through the first two games, right, was Ty Lue not really understanding what he wanted to do defensively, right? And they were being very random, I thought, with what they were doing with Doncic. Is it going to be Paul George? Was it going to be Ka- Kawhi Leonard? Were you going to switch, you know, willingly among pretty much everybody when you were out there defensively? Were you going to double-team them? Like, you know, there is something to mixing up your defense, and then there's you just drawing, you know, drawing straws and being like, hopefully this one works. And so that was part of the problem. But I think it was a little undercovered the rate at which this team was shooting, right? Like Tim Hardaway Jr. through the first two games was shooting 60% on like seven or eight three-point attempts per game. The shot making from Doncic was incredible. Like half of these guys were making shots that were unbelievable. And you expected at some point for that to regress. And by the way, it didn't even regress until yesterday, right? Because he shot over 50% from three in game three. But the steady kind of force here has been the Los Angeles Clippers offensively. Each and every single one of these games, offensive ratings of over 120. Yesterday, an offensive rating of 130. And you've seen over the last two games a dedicated mission to attack within four feet of the basket. And they did it again yesterday. So if they're going to continue to do this, right, this is a series that I thought they could win in five. And these last two games are much more than what I or of what I expected coming into this series than what you saw in the first two games. So that talent discrepancy is still there. So it wouldn't be surprising to see them win this series now, especially it's the best of three back in your own hill, uh, your own building. But I was really impressed with the way they switched up offensively. And I got to tell you, I didn't hate changing your starting lineup to put Nick Batum in there because you can get away with a Nick Batum on a Kristaps Porzingis. He's not going to post you up and beat you up down low. I got to get somebody in his face when he's shooting jumpers. And that worked immensely. So, obviously, this team is extremely live. The best two out of three back at Staples Center. But these last two games is more of what I envisioned in this series than what we saw in the first two, obviously. I'm seeing adjusted series price right now. Clippers lane minus 360 here. Yeah, that's probably right. I mean, series tied going back home. And also, you have to factor in the Luka neck injury, right, JVT? Because he is not shot the ball well. uh, Well, he didn't shoot the ball well last night. He did Friday. Uh, but. You know, Rick Carlisle talked about his neck injury, so it's really bothering him right now. It's very painful. Could you see that last night, the way he was playing? He did look a little bit stiff out there. Oh, yeah. There was a couple of possessions, too, which is why, you know, I'm really surprised. One of the things I think the Clippers can do a lot more, which they should over these next few games, why do you not put him in more pick-and-roll situations defensively, right? Have him take screens. Have him work defensively on almost every single possession. It's something that I think they haven't really done a lot of in this series and now that he's a little banged up but you should definitely start to go back to that well and you're right you know you you saw him a couple of times Doncic humans like he would make a shot or throw a pass and they would go straight to him and as he's going down the court he's grabbing at it he's wincing he's trying to move it around so mm-hmm. it's clearly not 100 and you know look this is competition if you're going to play 
then come out and play, and we're going to use you on the defensive end as many times as we can. So start getting them, and Kristaps Porzingis more involved. They did a great job of attacking Porzingis in the pick and roll. I think it's Doncic's turn now. If you have you know any sort of let's get this edge offensively, I think that's the way you start you working it when you get back home. Hey, JVT, have you been betting favorites recently in the NBA playoffs? I know it's a little bit square uh, to, to go down this path like all the time, but it, it's 18-4. and four. They are 18-4 and four straight up in ATS since Monday, which is astonishing. Right. Well, and, and you usually get this a little bit more now, right, Mitch, because you have these 1-8 matchups. You have these 2-7 matchups. So you're going to see the gap between some of these teams, and you're seeing it in those series for the most part, right? I mean, look at the, um, look at the um, excuse me, the Boston Celtics and the Brooklyn Nets, right? You get a really good game three out of Tatum, and you get an offensive rating from that team of 130. But as we talked about, and I made the joke several times, if you get 50 points from Tatum every night, you're going to be alive in the series. But you're not going to get that every single night, and it's hard to hold this team down. And so you can go out, put up the numbers that you did, and then sure enough, yesterday, you put up, what, 130 or offensive rating well over 130, 141 points on them. You win and you cover that game. You know, I've been a belief that the Utah Jazz, when they're fully healthy and they're shooting the ball the way that they should, and you've seen that the Memphis Grizzlies gave them their best punch the other day, and they still lost by 10 or 11 points. Like, there's just some gaps between these teams, and statistically, there's some advantages that work in the favor of these higher-seeded teams, specifically that Memphis matchup, right? Memphis has been one of the worst perimeter de- – I shouldn't say worst. They're bottom half of the league in terms of their perimeter defense. You know, I always bring this up. Remember, their staff hails from Milwaukee. You see some of the same tendencies defensively, prioritizing rim defense, allowing perimeter shots. It's not going to work against the Utah Jazz. They're not going to take shots at the rim. They're going to set you up. They're going to swing the ball around. They're going to hit catch and shoot three-point shots, and that's the difference that you've seen. So I, I'm not, I haven't been insanely surprised here, Mitchell. I thought series like Utah, Washington, and Philly, those are going to be games that when the favorites won, they were going to win big and they were going to cover it. And it's held true at least to this point right now. All right, so off the game where the Jazz win by 10, and uh, Donovan Mitchell was 2 for 10 from 3, but Mike Conley was 7 for 10, so Conley was red hot. Jazz were 19 for 43 from 3, 44%. What do you look at here in the next game? Uh, can you take the 5 with the home dog here? You think the, you just you just talked a little bit about their perimeter defense, talking about the Grizzlies and how that concerns you. That concern you too much to take the dog in that game tonight. Yeah, because usually humans, you'll see like an adjustment, right, for the most part. Like when you see a team lose the way that they are, like we're walking, we're looking at this uh, Washington and Philadelphia game, which I know we'll get to in detail, but it's to make a point, like where you saw them play last, Philadelphia was in the range of, what, five-point favorite on the road. Now you're looking at eight. And then you look around here today, and you realize that when Utah and Memphis faced one another, it was five and a half the first time around, and now it's still five and a half. So, like, if if I wanted to back Memphis, I'd want a little bit more, right? I want the market to make an adjustment on a line that clearly seemed a little out of whack the last time around. And, again, I get it. It was a very tight game. It was very competitive. But, ultimately, Utah pulls away. It just speaks to the discrepancy there. And so, I would think that, to me, I, I just want a little bit more if I am Memphis, right? I, I thought this should have been about six and a half or so. So, and you're talking about, like, it's five, low as five at the Westgate this point right now. There is just, to me, there's too much of a statistical mismatch here for the Utah Jazz to feel comfortable laying five, five and a half, or excuse me, taking five, five and a half. I want more, and I think this should be a little bit higher. So it would be Utah pass for me. You would take, what, seven, seven and a half? Oh, for sure. I mean, you yeah, if you're going to get that with Memphis, yeah, 100%. Like, that's totally worth it. Because, again, you're talking about that adjustment. And it's weird. You know, Memphis has a lot of respect in the market, right? The power rating clearly respects them a lot. The betters, odds makers respect them quite a bit, which is why you're not seeing this adjustment like you're seeing with some of these other games, right? When Brooklyn and Boston took on one another after game three, and you still see nine, nine and a half out there. After Philly covers in game three, now you still see that. Now you're seeing eight and a half pop up as we're talking right now. 
there's been a market adjustment. There really hasn't been for this one, even though there has been this mismatch over the last few games. Yeah, most spots have five and a half. There are a few sixes yep. out there in the market, but those sixes are at books where most people can't bet. So mm-hmm. uh, we, yeah. you might see a six pop, pop up at some point today, and I, I do think the uh, – I don't know, JVT. I know what you're saying about the perimeter defense, but this is the spot, I think, if you're going to play the Grizzlies – uh, this yeah. would be the spot to take the points tonight. For me, it's Grizzlies or pass. I'll probably lean towards uh, passing on this game, but I'm not going to be surprised if the home dog rises up and uh, and uh, has a shot to win this game tonight. Oh, and you're right. And look, I think one of the things human said has this has bothered Utah, right? Like if you go back throughout the regular season, has been elite mid-range players. Like Chris Paul had very good regular season series against mm-hmm. him because he can operate in that area of the floor. You know, John Morant gets wherever he wants, right? He can have a lot of success. Sure. The slight difference between him and Chris Paul is like, you know, he doesn't have the reliable jumper that Chris Paul does, but that floater is absolutely dynamic. This is a team that operates might like mainly in the mid-range where you saw Brooks have a really good game against him at the beginning of the series as well. So like there's a path. I don't mean to sound dismissive if I am. There's definitely a path here for Memphis with the way they operate offensively but at the end of the day right you're trading twos for threes and if you're still going to allow utah to have a really good shooting night as they have over the last few games mm-hmm. then that's kind of a problem because you're just up against it from that perspective i really like dylan brooks and the way he's, yeah, playing. he's I, yeah. actually 11 for 24 from the field the last time out you look at the key players for the grizzlies it's no mystery why they lost we're talking about the jazz shooting 44 percent from three jackson one for five anderson one for five brooks one for seven Morant, two for seven. That's her three-point shooting in that 10-point loss. Yep. Yep. Uh, so, JVT, and it's follow the money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Jonathan Von Tobel is our very own senior NBA betting analyst. Is eight enough for you tonight to pull the trigger on the Wizards, or do you need more and maybe much more than that to actually go into this game against the 76ers? So the adjustment's been made, right? Like, at least you're getting the difference here in the sure, line. So, sure. I, I, so at least, like, I think I'd rather be on Washington, right? If we're making cases for both of these dogs, I'd rather be on the side of Washington than I would be uh, with Memphis just because of that adjustment that you've seen by the market, Mitch. But uh, the one problem I have with uh, with Washington, and I wrote about this, you know, when, for the series preview was – I just didn't know where the offense was going to come from against this Philadelphia team, right? And in game one, sure enough, they had a really good game within four feet of the basket. I think they took like almost 30 attempts within four feet, shot 70%. But then you realize that, well, that's not going to happen again. Joel Embiid was in foul trouble that game, not as aggressive. And sure enough, over the last two games, the last three games, like it has not been very good, right? And the big thing for Washington they have had nothing from the perimeter. Bradley Beal shooting about 16% from beyond the arc in this series. As a team, they're shooting under 30%, and they're still shooting at a high clip within four feet of the basket. The problem is that Philly's not letting them get within four feet of the basket, so it's very rare that they're getting those shots. It's just a whole bunch of mid-range scoring if they can handle it, and that's just a massive problem for this team. So you have the market adjustment, and at least you're getting a few more points so you can feel comfortable in taking that compared to what you were taking last game, right? Again, like the five-and-a-half range. But to me, it's just this has always been one of the biggest mismatches outside of that Brooklyn and Boston series. And this is the biggest one because you don't have an elite scorer like Jason Tatum against a bad defense. So I, I would rather take it because you're getting the market adjustment. But I don't know what you've seen over the last two games that makes you feel confident that this team's going to find something offensively unless somebody has a really hot shooting night against one of the most elite perimeter defenses in the NBA. Okay, a couple of games that we have on the board tomorrow night. Well, we have three overall. Have you taken a peek yet at Denver? They're laying one and a half. Uh, or, or Portland, I guess, any side in this game. They're laying one and a half now at home. The Nuggets are against the Blazers. Total is 226. Or the Suns now. I'm actually seeing a four and a half out there on Phoenix, the way it looks as of right now. Yeah, so I, 
with Denver and Portland, I've been pretty patient. I, I have a pre-series bet on the Nuggets, so I've only getting, I've only been involved in two of the games in this series, you know, only because you know they're really good spots, right? You know, talking about Game Two for Denver and then Game Four for Portland, those were very solid spots for both of those teams to bounce back, win, and cover. But I think overall, Mitch, like I want to sit back and watch this because I'm really fascinated about the disrespect that Denver has been getting like throughout this entire series, right? You have home court the rest of the way. You're still an underdog to the Portland Trailblazers. You've shown through four games that you're pretty evenly matched with them. You can exploit their soft interior, especially when Yusuf Nurkic is not going to be on the court. They have a pretty big edge of the backcourt, but right now we've played even. Uh, through now we have three games left with two of them in Denver. So I've been kind of surprised about the way that the market has perceived this Nuggets team. They're still a very good team. There's still a lot of talent there. You know, I would lean towards Denver at this spot. I, I still think, again, when you're talking about figuring out what's happening when Yusuf Nurkic is on the floor, there's nothing that you can figure out. You're going to go Ronda Hollis-Jefferson. You're going to go Ian Cantor, And still, that offense is going to be able to operate at a high level. And now losing at home, coming back, I think it's a generally a better spot for the Denver Nuggets. And as far as this Lakers team is concerned, like, I just, this is crazy because, one, the injuries create just this air of, I have no idea what's going to happen on a possession-to-possession basis. But we're going to, I was talking about this today, I put these together. Like, the thing, and I'm going to wait, and I want to play these in-game a little bit more with these Lakers-Suns games. Because if you look at what happens with Anthony Davis and LeBron James and the on-off court numbers, right, because now with LeBron James flying solo, it hasn't been that bad. You're talking about like a plus net rating, I think, in the range of like five or six. What happens is when LeBron James goes off the court, if AD's not going to play, those are where I think the gap is going to grow with Phoenix and Los Angeles. So I think the way to attack a game like that is wait before it starts. Let LeBron James start the game. It's going to be relatively tight, and maybe you can get a little bit of a better number in game once they start to go to the bench or once LeBron takes those minutes off if AD's not going to be out there. And you can probably get a little bit of value on Phoenix. But I don't want to attack a pre-flop at this point right now with everything going on with the injuries around the Los Angeles Lakers. All right, pal. So you're following us today coming up in a numbers game. Yeah. Uh, right here on Veasan, two hours on the show. What do you have coming up on that program? Uh, so we got a lot of it. We got baseball. Paul Spore is going to be with us, uh, but we have a really good show on tap. Matt Humans is going to be with us at the uh, bottom of the first hour. Mike Palms in studio for the second hour, first half hour. So, oh, and Andy McNeil, our senior NHL analyst, I think this is his official title. Uh, he's going to be with us to discuss everything in hockey as well. Hey, uh, on today's show, don't let any of your guests handicap baseball and give out a minus two thirty-five favorite today. Okay. <laughs> Yes, okay. I remember now what you're talking about. I will stop that yeah. from happening. All that right. happened Friday on the show. It did, huh? It ended up on the Visa email, Yankees minus 235. I'm like, okay, we can't be giving out plays like that on this. <laughs> Technically, it's not my show, but. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. And, by, and by the way, <laughs> it, it, enjoy the time on your own without the wife or kid. Oh, he will. Let's go get some pistachio lattes, huh? Of course, well, that's, yes. That's not a good time. Well, that's, I mean, we'll do something else. Yeah, I mean. It, we'll do it because we're hungover like men. Yeah, Come on, of course, yeah. right? All right, pal. Good to talk to you. See you later, guys. <laughs> I thought he was gonna. I thought he was going down some other path, like margaritas or something like that. But okay. Anyway, what's he talking about? Going to Starbucks? There's another coffee spot. Very good. It's a very good coffee. Yeah, on the Friday show, he had a guest who gave out Yankees minus two thirty-five, and I said uh, that can't be allowed to happen. Can't play, you can't bet baseball that way or recommend no. baseball bets like that. You cannot. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. An updated ROI count for betting overtime in every NHL playoff game. And this team should be pretty lethal if they trade for Julio Jones.
from BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast, is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter let's please welcome jamal crawford to point game king of the court one-on-one tournament if they had it back in your prime do you think he could have took it all i'm gonna be honest with you i don't think i could have took it all but i think i would have shocked a lot of people i think kobe and everybody in their prime kobe would win a one-on-one contest yeah yeah because you gotta think he's gonna guard he don't care about guarding He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what yeah. I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because it ain't me? <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. The best conversations I have with my colleagues are the ones that happen when no one is looking, when we're not 100% sure yet what to write. Hopefully, having conversations like this can help you figure out your own point of view. That's kind of our job as Washington Post opinions columnists. I'm Charles Lane, Deputy Opinion Editor. And I'm Amanda Ripley, a contributing columnist. We're going to bring you into these conversations on a new podcast called Impromptu. Follow Impromptu now, wherever you listen. losing your hair you can get 50% off your first order of hair loss treatments go to keeps.com slash vsin again keeps.com slash vsin this is very good um you have that problem by the way losing hair yeah i don't have the best hairline oh howard's had that issue over the years oh he has big time yeah he's really thin up on top i'm mm-hmm. not so thin but like my hairline is uh and this goes back to I mean, it's what I'm doing right now is I'm basically covering up my hairline, Matt, if you'd like to know the secret, by pulling it forward a little bit, because it goes back a long ways. Check out this uh, Keeps offer. That yeah. might help you out. 50% off? Come on. Um, updated ROI, betting every game in the NHL playoffs to go to overtime. This is, uh, you know, Rich keeps us in the loop on this. I haven't mm-hmm. really gotten down on this at all, but he does it every single year. 
And uh, this year has been great. Some years you lose money doing it because you don't get as many games to go to overtime. But this year, when you bet the overtime on the three-way regulation play, Matt, you'll get, eh, it depends on. Now, it's, I saw close to $4 like right away in the first round, uh, down to like 310 Then they adjusted like plus 275 and plus 290 But he's actually seen some books in faraway places still offering plus 325 all the way up to plus 350 after going down the week before. He is now up 23.8 units betting every game in the NHL playoffs to go to overtime. That's remarkable. Right? A lot of OT games. Obviously, he didn't get that last night with the Avalanche crushing the Golden Knights, but uh, there, there have been so many OT games in the uh, Stanley Cup playoffs. Uh, that does make you think about that trend. And Do, you have, do we have numbers at all that can uh, maybe compare the number of overtime games in this this Stanley compared Cup to like other because we're early into the playoffs right now, so he's way, he's way up on this uh, trend. Uh, I'll ask Rich if you've documented this over the years. Uh, send it in. Right. I'll, I'll try to go back and look at some point this week as well to see. I, I just have there been years my, where this has been a losing proposition. Yeah, he said it's been a great prop so far. He said some of the years are pretty thin, right? So I think this year, my gut tells me, without looking or researching any of this right now, my gut tells me this has been a fantastic year for betting the overtimes. Like, probably one of the better ones. Um, so we've had so many of them like this. And also, he adds in, I think he's a, he's a Leafs fan, and he goes, never, under, uh, never underestimate the ability of the Leafs to lose. <laughs> and there's no doubt, right? Like, right, fans in that city today have to be so nervous, it's not oh, yeah. even funny. Oh, yeah. They've been there. They've seen this before. The history of playoff failures. The Leafs are up against it tonight. Might blow a 3-1 to one lead in that series. I, I saw Rich's email. Uh, he says usually he scales back after the first round, but he might keep this train rolling. Yeah. Well, there's also this one note in the NFL. Uh, per ESPN's Diana Rossini, the Falcons continue to field calls from teams interested in trading for Julio Jones. The Seahawks have had discussions about a possible trade with Atlanta per sources. And then she points out that uh, Russell Wilson and Julio Jones have spoken about the possibility of playing together. Now, I like what Michael Lombardi was saying on his show yesterday. He's like, if the, if the Falcons had a first-round offer, they would have made the move already, right? As the report was coming from the team website, that yeah. makes a lot of sense. You and I talked about that before the uh, yeah. weekend. The, the report from the team website was the Falcons. Sources said the Falcons had an offer of a first-round pick. Uh, and I called BS on that right away because if the uh, team website is promoting that, they're trying to create, trying to create a market that doesn't exist. And uh, the trade market for Julio Jones, in terms of competing first-round picks, is non-existent. You might get a late first-round pick. You're probably going to get a second-round pick. But, yeah, I, don't, I, I agree with Lombardi. You and I talked about it. I don't think the Falcons have that offer. And They I, might get it eventually. Sure. But as of right now, I would say no. Oh. Um, I like, you know, so I'm torn on this whole idea of Seattle getting Julio Jones. Part mm-hmm. of me says, I mean, my God, Russell Wilson with, Metcalf, Julio, Lockett, and some of their other weapons with Russ in that offense could be great. The other part of me says it's Pete Carroll and this coaching staff that just says they, they actually said in the offseason we want to go back to establishing the run a little bit more now. I know. I know. They want to run the ball, take it out of Russell Wilson's hands. Now they're going to make a deal for Julio Jones. None yeah. of that makes sense. None. Zero. I think making a deal for Julio Jones makes sense. I, I've always said you know, I agree with the let Russ cook deal. I, yeah. I would put the ball in Russell Wilson's hands and let him make plays. And 
I think that's Seattle's best shot. Hey, hey Mitch, in that division, the NFC West, you've got to do something bold. All those teams are getting better. Oh, Rams, sure. 49ers, Cardinals. The Seahawks have got to do something to improve. They won that division, uh, division last year. Okay, They shocked a lot of – well, shock might be a little strong of a word, but I know they surprised some people by actually pulling it off. People were expecting big-time regression from the Seahawks a year ago. And now it's like you could have been surpassed by a couple of teams easily now. Oh, no doubt. In that division. Uh, we'll go shopping for Major League Baseball division prices coming up next. final leg of the Triple Crown is this Saturday, and first bet is the perfect place to start your betting action. Sign up now, and you will get analysis and wagering on every race with AI-assisted picks, secure payments, attentive customer service, and a reliable website. And to celebrate Belmont Stakes, first bet is giving $20 in free bets for all new users who sign up today through June 5th using the promo code VEGAS20. Also, everyone who redeems this $20 free bet will receive full access to VSIN subscription products for free. Go to vsin.com slash horses for details. That's vsin.com slash horses. And use the promo code VEGAS20. We'll go shopping for some uh, Major League Baseball division prices here in a second, Matt. I saw this tweet from uh, Andrew Simon. Covers Major League Baseball over the weekend. Since May 4th, the Orioles and Diamondbacks are a combined 6-43. and 43. To your point about expecting teams to like uh, have their streaks busted. That's why you don't bet on uh, losing streaks. No. Or you can bet on you can bet against the teams on losing streaks. You do not bet on the do factor. Right. 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 Yep. Yep. Okay. So let's start in the American League East. Very good division. Uh, Totally up in the air at this point. Rough weekend for the Pinstripers. The Yankees were swept by the Tigers. And you look at this now, uh, using DraftKings points bet and bet MGM, they're still odds on. Yeah, Yankees odds on favorites, minus 130 at DraftKings, the highest price of uh, the three books we have on that chart. I still like the Rays. I like the, the Rays before the season, and I would uh, stick with that right now. I bet MGM plus 275. I actually think that's a generous price on Tampa Bay. Right now the Rays uh, have won four in a row. Nine of their past ten are uh-huh. a game up on the Red Sox. Mitch, if there's one team on that list you think is more likely to fade, uh, it's going to be the Red Sox, right? They're a game back right now, and I was not high on the Red Sox coming into the season. You know, they had that 0-3 start. They were swept against the Orioles, and after that, they kind of got red hot. Mm -hmm. And they've been players, you know, in this division now ever since. But can they sustain what they've done so far this year? you got to like the middle of that order. I do, yeah. It's very good, but... Man, I, I don't know if they can keep this up the entire... They're 12 games over 500. Not sure if the pitching's going to hold up over yeah. six months for the Red Sox. Uh, the Rays are just uh, fundamentally sound, and they have all the pieces for a winning winning team. I, I think the pitching, when you uh, look at the starting staff, the bullpen, the Rays sometimes are going to go through some offensive droughts. There's, there's no question about that. The Rays are not spectacular offensively, but I think the pitching's good enough for them to win the American League East, so... 
If I were to bet a team in that division, I'm going to go Tampa Bay. Yeah, I, I don't blame you. The American League Central now, the White Sox are leading the Indians by three and a half games. The Royals are a game below 500. They're six and a half back. And at the very bottom of this division, you see the Twins now, 10 games below 500, 11 back of the White Sox. And this number now has really shot up over the last week or so. They're minus $4 at all three spots. And the Indians, the next closest team at plus 350. DraftKings at points bet plus 375 at BetMGM. I can't really make a case for any other team in this division. Maybe the Indians would be that one team because usually, Matt, they have, you can trust their pitching, right? And Francona is a really good manager. But beyond the top two teams here, I, I, I don't see anybody worth putting pizza money on or anything at all. This div- division is uh, probably a pass for me. Right now, the White Sox, 12 games over 500, three and a half up. I, would, I think the Indians are most likely to overtake them. Uh, and that's not going out on a limb because the uh, Royals, Tigers, Twins are all under 500 at the current uh, time. But I don't really think that price is attractive enough. When you look at the Indians, what, plus 350, yeah. 7 to 2? That's not enough to get me to jump on it. You know, Mitch, every year around the All-Star break, you, get, you have a team that comes out of nowhere and ends up winning the v- division. It's almost automatic. It seems like it happens every year. Could Kansas City be that team that could come from six and a half down to win the Central? I I really believe that the White Sox could be vulnerable. It wouldn't be it wouldn't surprise me if the White Sox hit some sort of skid in the second half and a team made a run to overtake them. Uh, w- would you look at the Royals at fourteen to one? It's something to think about, but it's not a bet okay. I want to make right now. I, I see. I bet the Royals preseason at forty to one. That's a good. That's a good number. I was really excited about that. Uh, you know, at the very end of April, mm-hmm. when I think they had at that point the best record in Major League Baseball, and then when once May kicked in, whew, man, they really faded at that point. Um, so I, I can't really tell you that I'm super Still high. Still hanging around right 500 now. though, yeah. 25 and 26. It's not like they've hit rock bottom. So the Royals still have a show. They went through that one miserable stretch. Could they get hot again? What don't you like about the White Sox? Yeah, I just uh, Tony Larusa. Okay, all right. I just got a feeling that uh, that clubhouse might not be on the same page and that, you know, over six months, things could fall apart in the second half. Yeah. You had me at Tony. <laughs> as soon as he said, <laughs> as soon as tone came out of your mouth, I was like, yeah, you got me. There you uh, go. That's the one biggest concern for the White Sox for sure. Doesn't it feel like something just a little unstable yeah. there? Yeah. Bizarre hire. But, I mean, that's who, you know, the, the owner of the White Sox loves the guy. Of course. Uh, you know, so why not? In the American League West... Uh, the A's are leading right now, uh, up on top of the Astros by a game and a half. Look at who's lurking at 500 and three and a half games back. I, I want to say, I, I'm pretty sure I have a Mariners season ticket on their win total under. Not looking good at the moment. Um, and the Astros are favored. Surprising well, too. And they're all, the A's are right there with them, I guess. But I can't make a case for the Angels. I can't trust that team. Mike Trout now out of the offense, obviously, for a while. Don't like the pitching whatsoever. But uh, this is a two-horse race, really, at the top between Oakland, great organization. Oakland and the Rays are pretty much the same thing. Yeah, Rangers has finally started to uh, lose. You yeah. know, we kept saying, wow, the Rangers are overachieving. They've dropped six in a row. They're now 11 games under five hundred. Uh, the Angels, without Trout, I, I think we're going to be looking at a team in August that's probably 15 games under five hundred. Yeah, that sounds about right. 
If I bet it right now, I'd bet the A's at minus 105. I think the A's are probably the most well-rounded team, most likely to win the division. But I don't see a great betting opportunity. And no long shots. Those long no. shots are not going to hit in that division. No. So we'll get to the National League coming up next. It's Follow the Money here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Uh, you can get in touch with the show. Email is ftm at vcin.com, ftm at vcin.com, along with the National League and shopping for div- uh, division prices. Matt had Jason Kokrak, 62-1. to 1. Nice job, man, with that ticket to win the Charles Schwab. Going to ask him about hedging yesterday because Spieth was right there with him, and then there was a big gap between the two, and you don't get that every single time in a golf tournament going into the final day. So it was about as good of a hedging opportunity that you're ever going to find in a golf tournament. We'll ask Matt about that coming up next here on Follow the Money on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think you could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. And then I, his, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he didn't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. Finding the right news podcast can feel like dating. It seems promising until you start listening. When you hit play on Post Reports, you'll get fascinating conversations and sometimes a little fun too. I'm Martine Powers. And I'm Elahe Azadi. Martine and I are the hosts of Post Reports. The show comes out every weekday from The Washington Post. You can follow and listen to Post Reports wherever you get your podcasts. It'll be a match, I promise.
With exclusive bets, daily specials, odds boosts, and the largest offer of live in-play options, BetRivers Sportsbook is the industry leader when it comes to online sports betting. And to make your experience even more rewarding, BetRivers offers the most live streams of major sports, instant payouts, and only one-time playthrough. BetRivers, your hometown sportsbook, offer valid in Colorado, Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, Virginia, Michigan, and Pennsylvania, available at PlaySugarHouse.com. In New Jersey, must be 21. All right, we'll continue shopping for some Major League Baseball prices. Uh, the National League, Matt, in the East, again, it's kind of like the American League East and the National League East kind of mirror each other. The NL, the Mets actually have a uh, three-and-a-half game lead right now over the Braves. The Phillies are four back. Miami hanging around. Alligator blood, four-and-a-half games back. Mm-hmm. And the Nationals now struggling here as of late. They are uh, six games back, seven games below five hundred. Look at the Mets prices now. Uh, as high as $1.82 at DraftKings, $1.50 points bet, $1.45 at BetMGM. And the take back here on the Braves, if you want to hop in on this team right now, plus 275, plus 265, and plus 250. Is now the time to come in on Atlanta? Or. That's a great question. I, the, I actually jumped in on the Braves. That was my pick to win the division. I, I bet the Braves, I think, plus 275 or plus, fit, plus 250. I'd have to uh, check. But it was right around that number where it's sitting at right now. And I'm not thrilled with the bet, to be honest, because uh, the Braves, right now you got Marcelo Zuna, who's got some trouble off the field. Yeah. Uh, that, even, that one's not going to go away, Matt. That looks like he's going to be out for a long time. Yeah. The Braves have... Hit an MLB leading 80 home runs. They lead all of baseball in homers. Ronald Acuna has got 15, and they are still two games under 500. That's concerning to me that their offense has been that good through 50 games, and they are two games under. Uh, it makes me question if uh, if I still like that bet on the Braves to win the division. It's interesting, though, when you look at run differential. The Mets right now are plus two, and the Braves are minus two. It's not like the Mets are lighting the uh, the world on fire. No, they're five games over. Not setting over. the world on fire. And also, Syndergaard uh, is not going to be back until after the All-Star break, if he comes back at all. So he's not going to uh, – Thor is not going to be allowed to continue throwing or resume throwing until after the All-Star break in July, which leads you to believe, Mitch, that we might not see him this season. There's a chance we're not going to see him. Uh, if he doesn't pitch – you think the Mets got enough to hold on and win that division? Very dicey, I would say. That's but still, I'm also going to tell you that I cannot bank on Thor coming back at all this year. Right. I, I can't trust that. It's unfortunate because I love the guy. Mm-hmm. He's got amazing stuff. But, I mean, just the injuries are unfortunate. You know, it's too bad. Yeah, news came out last week that he had the setback in his return. He was supposed to be back in June. Now it looks like maybe late July, maybe August. Yep. Who knows if we're going to see him. National League Central, Cardinals up uh, on the Cubs by half a game. I can I continue to be fascinated by what the Cubs are going to do here coming up in the next month or so. Uh, the Brewers are two back. Brewers are three games over five hundred with a negative 13 run differential. Right, right. And the Reds are six back. Pirates, nine and a half back. The Cardinals here, plus 110 at all three spots. Brewers actually second choice on the board. And the Cubs a half a game back are as high as 14 to 1. I think you have to look at the Cubs just based on odds value, fourteen to one at DraftKings for a team that's a, a half game back in the division. And here's the deal: we thought the Cubs might be sellers mm-hmm. uh, this summer. Chris Bryant, they're talking; they might have to cut Bryant loose, or 
who knows what moves the Cubs might make. Now I think they might be buyers. If you have a chance to win the division and you have a team that's playing as well as the Cubs are right now, and I, it's relative, they're eight and two in their last ten, and that's got them six games over five hundred for the season. They got a legit shot to win this division, and when you look at the National League, why can't the Cubs? Matt, we're we're five divisions deep into talking about this. Yeah, the Cubs right now at that number would be my favorite bet on the board so far. Yeah, because a team can change the the narrative here for the Cubs has been well, they're going to get rid of, like you just said, going to get rid of Bryant. They're going to be sellers at the deadline. Well, guess what? That can change when you surprise people, and now you're a half a game back, and you're lingering lingering around the entire time. No doubt, right? And you're not so, going to be probably not going to be a seller. You're going to be a shopper at this point, and uh, the Cubs aren't that far away. So I think fourteen to one. I don't disagree. I think that's a really good number. I actually bet the Brewers to win the National League yesterday at eighteen to one, though. Did you? And the reason why is because the the offense again is just hideous at this point. But once they start again, Yelich will come back at some point, mm-hmm. and we know what he can do to an offense. Just based on that number, though, at some spots they're below ten to one. And I found 18, right. and look at the top three of the rotation again. That's a great number. I mean, Woodruff is in, in like, DeGrom, if he stays healthy, sure, he's going to be the Cy Young favorite. But, like, to win the National League Cy Young at this point, it's, it's completely wide open. And a bunch of guys uh, have a great chance to win this thing, in my opinion, right now. I mean, look at Zach Wheeler for the Phillies. 14 Ks again over the weekend. He's been awesome. Uh, Woodruff has been sensational, and nobody talks about him. Gossman. Did it again for the Giants. Mm-hmm. Like, at, can this stuff continue? Eh, it's unlikely. But this year, I mean, teams can't hit to save their lives. And so maybe they can go on a big run and their numbers are outstanding the entire year. And, you know, like the, the Brewers, for example, the offense does pick up a little bit. But I think the National Lake Cy Young race is pretty damn, you know, awesome right now. Yeah, you, you're talking about a Milwaukee team that I think you have a great number on, and you have two of the top pitchers in the league on yep. that team. Uh, a lot of times, okay, that bet may lose, but you have tremendous value in that number. And you have to get, if you continue to make bets like that, uh, you're definitely going to come out ahead. I well, mean, those are the type of bets you look to make consistently. That's what makes you a winning sports better. I saw that Circa had the Brewers, I think, at plus 925 yeah. yesterday. And I found 18-1. to 1. I'm like, i got to grab a little bit of that. That's, um, that's a tremendous bet. And in the National League West now, after the weekend, uh, the Padres. It, uh, do you like Tatis? Yeah, I do like Tatis. God, I love that guy. Even though he's uh, a hot dog, I, I think that a lot of old-school baseball people won't like that. And I've seen some complaining about it in the media, on Twitter. I think Tatis is great. He's, he's entertaining. He's good for the game. A lot of times baseball be too boring, mm-hmm. right? And guys like this uh, make it more entertaining. And Tatis, not only that's a tremendous player, and I, I really believe injuries aside, Mitch, down the road you're going to look back at the Tatis contract, what is it, 14 years, $340 million, and say the Padres got a pretty good deal. I think you're right. Yeah. He should be the face of the sport. I can't even imagine how much 12-year-old me would love Fernando Tatis. Yeah. I would, he would be my favorite player in baseball by a mile. It wouldn't even be close. This um, division is really tough to call. It really You're talking is. talking about Padres, Giants, Dodgers. And if you watch the Giants-Dodgers series over the weekend, the Giants might not go away as easily as some people thought. I, I mean, they just played a week ago. Dodgers swept them, them, right? Yeah. Then they came back on Thursday. Dodgers won again. 
And I said on the show on Friday, mm, boy, if we're coming back, if we're coming back here on Monday, we're talking about another Dodgers sweep. And look at what happened in that series. The Giants turned it around and won the next three games. They're a half game back of the Padres right now. You can find them at twenty to one. By the way, that Friday night game while you were at Game Seven of the Hockey Giants Dodgers, that's one of the best baseball games of the season to date. Two months into it, for those who didn't see it, Padres played some really entertaining games over the weekend. Yes, they too. did. This this division has been uh, pretty good up to this point, and uh, the Giants Dodgers game Friday night was great. I'll just tell you briefly what happened. I had the Giants plus 175. They're up 5-2 late in the game in the eighth inning. I made the mistake of saying, okay, I probably got a winner here. (laughs) (laughs) Two outs, bottom of the ninth, three-run bomb for the Dodgers. Tie the game at five. Albert Pujols next to the plate. Pujols hits a rocket to left field. It looks like it's in the seats. Talkman goes over the fence and brings it back. Sensational catch uh, to send the game to the 10th inning, and the Giants win 8-5 and 10. Everybody in the stadium, including the announcers, thought the Pujols yeah. shot was out, and the Dodgers were going to win that game 6-5. Talkman, who was acquired in a trade with the Yankees, what, about a month, month and a half ago? Uh, he brought that back. Great catch. and uh, That really, if you think about it, that was huge for the Giants going into the weekend because – they find a way to win that game, and then they win the weekend. If they had blown that game, if Pujols hits that homer oh, and they yeah. blow that game, they might have got swept. That can change things, you know, just by one flick of the wrist there yeah. with, the, with the bat. Um, congrats to you. You had Jason Kokrak, 62-1, to to win the Charles Schwab over the weekend, <laughs> and he took it down. Uh, now explain why you decided to make a hedge. It, may, it makes a lot of sense. I would have done the same thing if I were you yesterday. Yeah, I had to. I, I felt like I had to. And I, I'm not big on hedging golf. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult to do sometimes. Yep, yep. But uh, Coke Rack at 62 to 1. And Jordan Spieth was up one stroke going into uh, Sunday's final round. Spieth was at minus 215. I, I looked at some other books. I saw minus 250. So 215, I thought was a fair price to hedge that. And uh, I hedged about 33% of the bet because I really thought Spieth was probably going to win on Sunday. A- after watching it, Kokrak is not lo- known as a closer necessarily. Now, Spieth can be a little bit erratic. It wouldn't get to surprise me if he, if he kind of fell apart on Sunday. But really watching it, it looked like Spieth was probably going to be the guy to win. And it was a two-horse race. It didn't look like there was a third guy who could come from behind and beat you. If you, if you hedge on a 62-1, to and you bet Spieth, you could really get burned if somebody comes from five strokes back and beats both of those. Mm-hmm. I thought there was about a 2% chance of that happening. Uh, so I, I went ahead and hedged and uh, gave away about 33% of the profits. But hey, man, I, I don't regret it because I felt like that was a bet I had to make. And I appreciate the big man, Coke Rack, coming through at 62 to 1. It's, good. it's a good bet. Great number, 62 to 1 here at Circa. Yeah, uh, by the way, Kokrak last year was ranked around 150th on tour and putting. This year, top 10. So those, yeah. those are the type of things you got to pay attention to. A lot of times, I feel like the longest, the long drivers, people probably put too much emphasis on driving distance and handicapping. It's still putting to win. Updated series prices next. How quickly things can change.
I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take more control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom.com slash compatibility. What do the most successful growing businesses have in common? They're working together in Slack. Slack is where work happens with all your people, data, and information in one AI-powered place. Grow your business in Slack. Visit Slack.com to get started.